This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It is the evening. It's the first time we've done it in the evening. Yeah, usually we're doing this in the morning. So, uh, however you, you usually picture us, just picture us the same but a little bit darker. Yeah, and I've got a well. I was going to say, and I've got a beer in my hand. I I would sometimes have a beer in my hand in the morning as well. Uh, this is a a stronger beer the post school one beer as he calls it (laughs) post school one pint (laughs) Uh, well yeah so the reason should we say the reason we're doing this is because we can't record at our usual time uh, because Jake here is stagging well I've got two reasons first of all I'm going away I'm I'm in uh, Antwerp for two nights then Rotterdam, then Amsterdam. And believe it or not, that's not the stag do. <laughs> so I'm then, that's for work and for gigs. And then I'm flying home Friday morning and then driving down to Devon for uh, the stag do. Oh, sweet. So the stag's in, in Devon. Yeah, they've like rented out. It's actually quite a Saltburn-esque house. Oh, um, okay. Yeah. Are you so gonna that's, get that's where get, I'll be. get hammered and what take a bath? <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> Instead, I think I'll just put murder on the dance floor. And yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that's good. Before we, we'll, we'll, I've not, I'm not finished asking you about the stag yet. But we'll ju- should we just say to the uh, for the listener, we're going to do a bit of a different episode today. So, so instead of talking about our weeks, yeah. we're going we're gonna to do a Q and A. So we asked, we asked because mm. people had already sent us a couple of questions which we wanted to answer. Um, but then we we made a post and we both got a few a few questions from uh, from listeners. That's it. We'll try and get through as as many as we can because I was quite um, overwhelmed with the response. And then um, some people emailed in. So if we don't get to them, we'll do another one of these anyway. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Nice little. We'll call them the, the bonus episodes. Yeah, uh, bit of a Q and A. Yeah. Which... So the stag. Tell me about the stag. <laughs> Forget about the point of this episode. Oh. I want to know about the stag. Who is it? Is it someone you know well? Yes, yeah, it's my friend Leon, um, who's a friend from home. He now lives in London, um, so we hang out uh, a lot. And he's he's great. He's really cool, Leon. He um, he's just one of those people, very naturally cool. He and he's he he's um, he's been one of the main producers on Horrible Histories for a few oh, years. Yeah. Um, so he does that, which is quite cool. That we when we met. Neither of us were in this industry at all, and now we sort of just sort of both like moved to yeah. London and now just work around. So it, that's pretty cool. But um, he's such like a 
got such a strong work ethic that um, at the minute he's not got a TV thing going on. So he's just working on a construction site. And he's like, oh, no, I love oh, it. Love I just that. get to go and just... He always wants to be working. So he's a oh, very... I cool like guy. Leon. That's what I always think I'd do if uh, if I wasn't doing comedy, I think. And the only reason I think that is because uh, when we were doing up our house, all my mates, the uh, tradesmen were around doing it. And I always think it... I always felt like I was a tradesman as well. But obviously, critically, I've, I wasn't doing any of the work. <laughs> I was just watching them and like talking to them, and I was like, I think I could do this, you know, for a for a job. And they were like, George, you could not do this for a job. Yeah, for one, um, you'd be nothing above labourer. Yes. Um, and uh, I imagine your highlights were uh, when they put the kettle on and had a tea. Yeah. Well. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I didn't actually. Yeah. I didn't really see much of the actual work, but there was it. It was fun to be with the boys, so I think uh, you know when this all goes to shit, I'm gonna hang out with them. Yeah, but that's yeah, it. It, on, it does seem like the romantic side to it. Not that it's romantic. It seems like a nice idea to be like, oh yeah, you sort of, you know, when you get home and certainly at the weekend, you've like earned it. But then yeah. obviously the reality comes in, and I go, you know what? I'd I'd rather just uh, just stick to the comedy. I think. I'd rather not earn it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Thank you very much. <laughs> well, the um, problem as well, though, because you've na- you've actually named him. So when you're telling me the stories afterwards about the horrendous yeah. things that you did, you've you've ruined this guy's career. So it's it's the building site for life, I think, for Leon. And do you know um, all the people on the stack? I know about half of them. Um, nice, because we're That's in a friendship good. group, so I know a good majority, and then the others. Um, it's so. This is the wedding that I'm going to be... Uh, oh, yeah. Is it officiating? Is, that, is yeah. that the word? Yeah, yeah. So I'm officiating the wedding, and um, so I've been... Me and the uh, best man have been doing a lot of the arranging. So yeah. I do also have the um, the extra um, sort of... Um, what's the word? Um, hierarch level of being one of the organisers of it. Yeah, so okay. I'm not just... I'm not just a number... Yeah. When they get there, you know, if there's questions to be asked, I've got the answers. If, if you and, lay and that out, if you lay that out at the start of the stag do, you're going to be in trouble. <laughs> That's all I'll say. <laughs> well, what, what happened was I to help out the best man because <laughs> which is this is a brilliant uh, twist on things is that I found out spoke to the best man on the phone and this is his first ever stag do. He's really? never been to one. Oh, wow. So what's so funny is like in the WhatsApp group, um, everyone was talking about, we'll get Leon to do this, this and this and a few ideas of like, okay, we'll buy this, take yeah. that along. Don't tell him, but we're doing that, that and that. Obviously, we've got a WhatsApp group that he's not in. Yeah. And then halfway through it, the best man just put a screen grab of the film, The Holdovers, you know, the new like Paul Giamatti film. Oh, right. Yeah. And he just went... Um, uh, I think this will be a Christmas classic forever going forward. Like, just in the middle <laughs> of this chat. <laughs> and then it just got completely ignored. He just doesn't quite understand the vibe. It's so funny. Because that's the chat that I want to be having as well. But I'm like... But not here. You cannot it. do that here. So, <laughs> yeah. So he's oh, just... Man. He's so unaware. So he was on the phone. And I've only been, you know, to a handful. But he was... um on the phone saying, I just don't quite, I don't want to get the vibe wrong and, and I, I don't want anything to go wrong. And I'm like, it doesn't matter. I said, just yeah. don't worry, the pressure's off. You've organised, you've given us the date and you've booked the, the place we're staying. 
I'm doing the the food order, like if, and then he's bringing a load of like games and stuff for people to do, and like uh, football and all stuff like that, and poker stuff and like beer pong stuff, all that. So I'm like, that's yeah. all we need. I was like, we're a, we're a group of guys who are just gonna be with with friends and making new friends, and m- most importantly of all, drinking, yeah. which. Um, not to say that's the most important thing, but to say that like so oh, everybody's going to be yeah. socialising. That'll be the focus as long as there's yeah. al- if, if if you arranged it and you um, told everybody not to worry, I'll arrange the alcohol. Then suddenly we're in the middle of nowhere with no alcohol for yeah. two nights. It, it might get a little bit Lord of the Flies, but in this yeah. situation, as long as they have, I mean, even to the point where I started talking about the food, and I'll just say, well, we do pizzas Friday night because that'll be easy, and any dietary requirements, let me know which I was so relieved when somebody messaged back and said, can't have gluten, can't have lactose. And I was like, lovely. I didn't want to be the only one with any sort of requirement. So when he said that, I was like, yes, lovely. Because I was going to keep it to myself and just eat gluten <laughs> yeah, for the yeah, whole yeah, weekend yeah, just yeah. to not cause a fuss. Just to get by. And then, um, yeah. <laughs> so I I was like, perfect, great. And then um, I, was, I was organizing all of that. And, um, and, and this is obviously what it's like. That at one point somebody was like, anyway, enough chat about gluten-free pasta. Let's get on to the... And I was like, oh, we haven't even sorted Saturday. <laughs> I was like, no, nobody mentioned gluten-free pasta. Do I, do I get that yeah. now? Like, I like... <laughs> and so it, it moved on so quickly. So then me and Will had like a private chat the other day. We were like, okay, let's go back in again just to cement the food a bit, just to get everyone, steer everyone <laughs> to that direction. And then w- what we done, which is what we wanted is that we told them everything we'd arranged and what we decided we're going to do, which is um, either Saturday night, uh, I called up a local Indian place. I say that local, it's 20 minutes away that, that we'll deliver. And, um, or I said we can do burgers. So we put a big message in the group, in the WhatsApp group. And then everybody, I think maybe clocked on or something, but they all suddenly started going, thanks Will and Jake, well done Will and Jake. And I was like, that's all I need, that's all I wanted. <laughs> I'm fine now. <laughs> I could yeah. I could not even make the stag do and I'll I'll, I'll be happy. <laughs> like, <laughs> I just like as we found out at the start of episode one of this podcast when uh, I talked about all the stuff I'd done. And you, oh yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all I all I want ever George in life is the credit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. I mean, you'll you'll get it. What I love about uh, stag do's as well is like you can be so like anxious but every stag do i've ever been on is just it mm. they always go well because everyone's there yes. just for the same reason and they're always good but the thing i think there's a big uh, there's a big unknown when you don't go because i've been on stag do's where i've known everyone and i've been on stag do's where i've known half the people and i've been on ones where i've hardly known anyone and the unknown yeah right what the other levels are of, of people because you get a bit of a, a, a vibe for it from whatsapp but there are certainly groups who are like, oh, it's going to be off the hook, it's going to be crazy. And then you go on it and you're like, oh, this isn't that crazy. Or you get one yes. you think, oh, these guys seem pretty civilised, actually. I don't think it's going to be that staggy. And then you get there and it is just unhinged. And I, <laughs> there really is no way of telling. Oh, I went on one a bit ago and it was like, I'm not going to name anyone, um, but it was it was oh, stag do. <laughs> <laughs> where uh, it was I, I knew some of the people on it, but probably most of the people on it I didn't know. Um, and beforehand, it seemed quite tame, almost to the point where I was like, ah, I hope they're up for like you know 
like uh, you know going big and, and having a laugh and but they seem nice yeah. sometimes a bit tame a bit bit of an older crowd um and then we got there and i was like oh no it's it's, it's pretty boozy um and they were good lads and everything and then we went out the first night and everyone got really drunk but lost half of them and then the next morning they were like comparing notes and uh uh one of them was like oh yeah I've got, so i lost my phone so i was like oh yeah okay people are getting pretty drunk another another one said he'd uh, got a taxi to the hotel but he'd got the wrong hotel and he'd ended up 30 kilometers away and just slept in the doorway there and i was like okay okay the boys are going big but then another yeah. one in that same group said oh yeah I, I was all right actually but got in the shower um this morning and then i won't on make up a name for the other person so then frank frank came in the bathroom came in the shower Jesus Christ, George. 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 I was like, what? George. Okay. I'm, I might just beep that bit out. And then if anybody wants to know what happened, they can just DM George and he'll tell you. But no, I was George. Like, I was like, what? Are you joking? And he's like, oh, no. And I said, to, I said to the person that was like a mutual friend, I was like, is he joking? And he went, uh, it, it doesn't surprise me with, with him. And I'm like, what the <laughs> okay. hell? Oh, okay. Anything could happen, basically. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, so just, what, what I'm saying, Jake, is prepare yourself for anything. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> right. Jake, Jake looks so, so anxious now. <laughs> right, the, well, the, list, the listener hasn't come here for that. They've come here to hear... Their questions answered, yeah. um, and I mean, I I did start to say I think at the start of this, as people know, we we digress often, so we, this might go all over the place. We've not got to one question yet. Um, what's the first one I'm going to go to? Um, okay, well, one of the ones is, um, are you still sick? So, <laughs> uh, yeah. George just coughed while I was reading that. So George's. <laughs> Yeah, I worry that that's just like, you know when you're like, you wake up and you feel a bit shit, and then a week later you wake up and you're still feeling shit, and now for me it's like seven mm. weeks later, and I still wake up and I'm feeling shit, and I think, maybe maybe this is just it now, this is just how you you get it's, to a certain age, yeah. and you're just like, this is this is just how it is. <laughs> they just go, there's nothing wrong with you, George, all I, all I can see is your date of birth, I think that's the issue. Yeah. Um, and, oh, no, and I'm actually... Uh, Oh, good. You're feeling better. I'm, I'm better from what I was. But otherwise, thank you. We're good. Thank yeah. you. No, cheers, man. Um, what kind of jobs did you have before stand-up comedy? Um, well, I had... I mean, I've had plenty of jobs. I'll, t- I'll tell you about the, the one that I was doing directly before. It's not particularly exciting, but I was like... I wrote scripts and stuff for adverts. So that was like... Uh, oh, yeah. The, the job that I did beforehand, which was pretty... You know, I, I, I enjoyed it. It was, it was a pretty decent job, and it was quite a good one to um, uh, gradually uh, work my way out of to then mm. uh, it transitioned into doing stand-up quite nicely. So that was what I was doing directly before. But, like, I'd say, I'm trying to think my work... I've, I've, I've done some bad jobs, but I remember the worst one I did, and I thought about this recently because I saw the my mate's uh, mum in the pub uh and she got me the job 
And this was when I must have been about 14 or 15. And basically, do you know, you know what a cable tie is? Yeah. Yeah. So I had to put little plastic screws onto cable ties. And for every... I'm trying to get the figure right. It was either for every 1,000 or... Oh, no, it wasn't one. So it wasn't... Yeah, I think it was... I had to do 10,000 a week to get paid £10. (gasps) No! It was horrible. Yeah, so I did it from home. So she'd drop them all around the house. And I'd just put these little screws on, just one after the other, one after the other, one after the other. And uh, she'd pick them up at the end of the week, and I got got a tenner. And there was always room. If you want to do more, you can do more. But it took forever. I'd just be up... Like late into the night, That's... getting my sister to help me out. <laughs> it was horrible. That is crazy. How old were you? Oh yeah, like thirteen or four. Because I think the first thing I did was I got a paper round, and I must have been about thirteen or something. But that was just horrible because right. I was getting we got a pound a day for the paper round, and I was getting up at like five a.m. to do it. So it's just horrific. But it's the first time you're earning money, so I was like, brilliant. I'm, I'm yeah. earning something. And then we tried delivering betterware catalogs, but that was a bit of a scam. We weren't really getting much for that and then I got this job and at least I thought wow it's like I'm getting decent wedge now that's paper money I'm working from home flexi time oh, my yeah, own yeah. hours <laughs> but no it's horrific I think back to that now and think uh yeah so I only did that for 15 years um and then uh... <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say did you come back to join the pandemic again? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> how about you what, what were you doing um, my first job was working at Legoland, um, ah, which of I loved. That's yeah, well, because I lived near Windsor, that was the go-to thing. If you're like yeah. sixteen and you live around that area, and it was amazing because you just made so many new friends that all lived around your area that you probably hadn't met yet from different schools, and so that job I did from sixteen, and then. Even when I was at university, I'd still just go back and you could work there any weekends you wanted or, or you could do uh, like during like the Easter and summer breaks, you just go back and work there. Yeah. And it was, I loved it so that's, much. It was that's brilliant. so cool. So, and you've spoken as well before about, about your height at that time. Did sometimes kids come and try and play with you thinking you want to be? No, I was, I was a Lego man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um, I... I tell you what I did once on that was uh, you used to get these awards. You could get like the ultimate service award, um, <laughs> which was like the big one, and then you could get a gold brick where like um, if you were really good, I think at the end they would ask random like parents, "Oh, was anybody really good?" Or on the way in they say, "If anyone's particularly yeah. goes above and beyond, let us know." So you get like a gold brick, and then one morning they said the um, the. Uh, like the basically the top guy from Legoland, he's come over from Denmark. He's here today with his uh, with his son. So just if you see him, obviously be the best you can be. <laughs> and so um, I was sat and I was working uh, in Duplo Land, and there was this small train. I think it's called like the Blue Train. I can't remember what it was. This Blue Train ride. It would just go like round and round. Yeah. And I would just sit in the booth, like press go, and then just sit in the booth, and off it goes. And then I looked, and there was a man in the queue, and I was like. That just looks like what I imagine the owner of Legoland yeah. looks like. And uh, I just thought, 
I think that's so I just got out of the booth. The train was coming past. I was like, everybody put your hands in the air. And the children would go and <laughs> put their hands in the air. They'd come back around. I was like, and again. What You're giving you it the doing? full red coat. Cut everybody off. And I was like, goodbye. Like waving it, giving everyone a high five. They'd lock that gate. They'd come to the next and go, who wants to ride the train? <laughs> Going crazy. And then, of course, at the end, they were like, like my uh, manager and team leader and everything all came up to me, like big grins on their face. They were like, he, he's giving you the ultimate service. Oh, really? Oh, it worked. I was like, I gave me the ultimate service. Yeah, 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 yeah. Award. I've never yeah, behaved I'm like that in my life, and I will never <laughs> behave like that again. <laughs> the ultimate service award. Um, and then I just did, uh, yeah, other jobs. I did, like, video editing for a while and stuff like that, because I did film at university. So I just did, yeah, jobs yeah, yeah. here and there. Right, your turn with a, with a question? Um... I feel like we've, we've, there's one here about lookalikes. I think we might have talked about this before on, on here. They've asked us... Well, they've asked... Uh, they said, who's Jake's lookalike? Presume George's is John Richardson. Um, I guess, right, yeah, yeah. I do get that a bit. Mm. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I don't know who, who mine is. I'm trying to think... Get confused sometimes. People like to think someone shouts in the street. Ryan Gosling. <laughs> uh, <Jake Chilton. laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. Um, it's what, it, what it seems to be. I usually wouldn't really. I don't think have an answer for this. But um, um, since I think we've discussed this, uh, since Saltburn came out, every now and again people will go, "Loved you in Saltburn." That seems to be a comment that's coming through. Yeah. Um, I don't particularly see it, and it's also on the same video where some people think I'm a boomer. So I think they may, I think they think you're Richard E. Grant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I see it. Actually. <laughs> so yeah, we get that. Yeah, I got one in the group chat, which was like, "Did you do you watch Game of Thrones? Did you watch Game of Thrones?" No, I've never seen the second of it. All oh, right, it's about uh, Ramsay Bolton, who's the most evil man ever. And someone put it in a group chat, and I thought, no one's going to agree with you there. And everyone agreed. So I'm like, fuck up. Oh, what? You look like Ramsay Bolton? Yeah, I think that's his name. It sounds like a character from Coronation Street. <laughs> yeah, it does. Um, and there was a serial killer once that a few people said I look like, but. Can't think of his name. You got away with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but after a little bit of questioning, it's uh, got through. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, I don't know what this means, George. Hopefully you'll be able to help me. Oh, um, when did you last spatchcock a chicken? Is that rude? Well, if it is, then it's far too rude for, for me to realise what it what it is. I mean, I, I don't know what the... I'm Googling it. I don't know what the verb to spatchcock a chicken is. I know what a spatchcock chicken looks like. It's just one that's, like, s- splayed out. You know, like that. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. But I didn't, I didn't right. know it was something you okay, did to the chicken. I just thought it was a way a chicken um, was. Oh, what, you thought it just... If it got run over? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um... So I, I've ne- I've never uh, spatchcocked a chicken. Have you ever spatchcocked a chicken, George? No, I I, I never will. No, well I've I've turned vegetarian, so. I oh yeah, of course, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> you you really aren't going to. I'm I'm terrible with like. Um, uh, I always think that would be. I mean, there's plenty of reasons to to not do. Uh, 
I'm a celebrity. Uh, one of them is the main one is not being asked. But also, <laughs> I always think I'd be just so terrible at all the food stuff, but not just the actual food challenges, which I think you can be terrible at those and people go, yeah, all right, fair enough. But just like the, the day-to-day eating, like when they get a bit of meat on a bone yeah. or a chicken wing or something like that, I'm terrible with that. I hate that stuff. Yeah, right, yeah. I mean, mine would be the spiders. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's true, Could, actually. I couldn't do it, couldn't do it. I sometimes watch uh, like Married at First Sight Australia or A Place in the Sun, Home and Away, and I think, ah, oh, should we just move to Australia? And then I think, well, no, I don't want to really anyway. But also, the bugs, the, the cra- ah, the, it would scare me so much seeing some of the yeah, mad things I they mean, have over there. You've been over there a bit, haven't you? I've been over there, and I was in um, Gunners Point in Melbourne, and we're just going along uh, this road, which is, it takes you to this big area, which is called Gunners Point, which basically they built, I think, during World War II, in case anybody attacked. It was the only way to get into um, Melbourne. So the boats were right. to go through there, and so they were all there ready to shoot them. I don't think it was ever used. But we were walking along there. There's nobody around. And then a, I think it was a tiger snake just comes out in front of us. Or whatever one it was, they said... Um, that's that is the most poisonous snake in Australia. It was just there, and I was like, uh, it was, and it was covering the entire like track in front of us. There's no one around, so if it just came at us and decided to do that, you know, that thing they do and just come at you like the S thing. What do you call that? What would you call that? Well, just slither a, towards you. A fast you know, like slither, when they're just yeah. like lightning quick. Yeah, we would be. You can't outrun a snake. I was like, and we're in the middle of nowhere. We've got no phone signal. Like it was uh. crazy. Crazy, and then they keep huntsman spiders. If there's one in the corner of their living room, they just keep them there because it keeps the poisonous spiders away. So they've got giant what? spiders up there. They just keep them in no. the corner of their living room. Just be like, oh yeah, well that one keeps the poisonous ones away. It keeps like the I think is it, is it white tails? Oh god, that's horrible. That's, right that, that's terrible that you've got to get you, you've got to get the a bigger, more lethal predator in your house than the one that you're scared of. To, that's. What's I mean, where does that end? The most poisonous, poisonous snake in uh, Australia. What the uh, most poisonous snake in Australia? Oh yeah, maybe it was the eastern brown. It was that, or the. It, maybe it was the tiger snake. I think okay, not the most poisonous, but but one of the most poisonous, the tiger snake, just there, right in front of us. Crazy. So, um, for that reason, uh, I'll stay here. Thanks. Uh, yeah, I'll, I will I'll stay. stay not a celebrity and not in the jungle. That wasn't even what we were asked. <laughs> Wait, what was, what was the question? <laughs> we, were asked, we were asked, when did you last smash cock a chicken? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, well, I think that's, that's, yeah. I think they've got their answer. Uh... <laughs> um, right. The next question I've actually got, funny enough, uh, is come back to Melbourne on your own, question mark? Um, Without George? <laughs> is that what it yeah, means? yeah, is that what it means? <laughs> it's, it's quite an ominous question. I'm assuming it's because I was the last out there supporting Michael McIntyre, so I assume they mean with your own show. Um, I I don't know. I can't. I couldn't this year. Um, maybe next year. I am. I think I'm supposed to be going out to Sydney later this year um, with my own show, but I think Melbourne, if anything, might be next year. But nothing's. Neither of those are like guaranteed at the minute. But um, uh, snakes and spiders aside. 
Well, I got, I got, I got a similar one, which was um, I've got tickets to Jake's show. Will George be there? And it's, that's a that's a flat no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Almost certainly right. not. No. <laughs> um, well, is it the Manchester show? They didn't say. Do they? <laughs> yeah, they should have said I mean, yeah, if, if you let us know which one, I mean, if I'm doing a Manchester one, you could, you might come along. That's not, you know, that's not that yeah. hard, no. No, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I might come along. Your yes and more like a no than your no. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. Well, let's, well, let's leave it. Let's leave that one open. Uh, should we do the um, switch? I'll be there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've got another. Uh, request here which is not asking telling so actually not a request a demand uh not asking telling you need to come to washington dc um i'd love to i'd love to do that um it might be a while but i am trying to do that and trying to sort a visa so that i can do that um so again, nothing's confirmed, blah, blah, blah. But hopefully, I mean, that would be a dream. Not, nothing's confirmed, but Jake is considering uh, running in the next presidential election. <laughs> it's going to be uh, Lambert 2028. <laughs> oh, I would love that. I'm, to be president? Imagine, oh, yeah. I'd be brilliant. Uh, I always think it would be... Well... I always think it'd be good when you see like Obama on stuff. You're like, oh, that's good. Because if you can be president and be like, say something funny or cool, you're just like king of the world. But yeah, actually, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but actually, like the day to day, it would just be you always the photos, the before and after photos of people who have run a country. It must. Yeah, that's true. Shorten your life by so much. The stress. I love watching the political dramas, though, and just the idea of being in that Oval Office, getting to fly around on a helicopter, being on Air Force One. There's a lot of positives. Yeah. And then you are set for life. Like, you're just... What a cool life you get. Once you're finished, you just... You're always known as Mr. President. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty... Yeah, I guess it's cool. Mr. Could President? You, are, are you allowed to be... um? Mr. President, if you if you're not from America, no, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was that was not, oh, well. that was not what was holding me back. <laughs> you were close, mate. You give it a good go. <laughs> but um, yeah, um, but however, uh, Washington DC. Um, all I will say is, uh, my name is Jake Lambert, and I support this message. <laughs> I had quite a lot of those messages which were like, you know, like, would you rather be this or that? Um, okay. Do you know what I mean? Like the silly ones, like fight a... Oh, well, I can't think what they were because I've not got them in front of me, but like fight a tortoise that looks like a shark or whatever. <laughs> not that. But... <laughs> Do you know it's like... Okay, well, why don't you ask me one that you've got in front of you? <laughs> Rather than trying to make up one that doesn't exist. <laughs> Yeah, good point. Uh, well, this one I thought was interesting. Was uh, they said if if you had to be a pig or a cow, living your current life, which would you choose? Um, I guess um, I drink milk, so probably a cow would be quite handy. Cows don't drink milk. 
Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Although I guess you wouldn't um, have that. You wouldn't have the same tastes, would you? Either like you wouldn't. I mean, well, I think you've brought me to because that's what I think. I think what you're arriving at is the thing that I arrived at. Is because to me, uh, a pig and a cow is not that different. It's not like usually those things are. Would you rather do this or the opposite of this? Whereas my life as a pig and my life as a cow, it's probably, you know, it, it's so far away from what it is now. It's not, it doesn't really matter that much. So I'm thinking, what would be the best service to my family? Because I'm living the current life. So yeah. I'm going to be around the house. We, as we know, cows can go upstairs, they can't go down. So that would be annoying. So yeah. probably not that. And But also... If you're a cow going on to stage at a comedy show, everyone's just going to go, moo. Uh, which sounds like boo. Ones, it sounds like boo and it'll bring back it the bad sounds memories. sounds so much like yeah, boo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but the oink one, they'll either go oink, oink, or they go, yeah. and I think, sounds like laughter. Some people snort when they laugh, so you could just pretend they're really laughing. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Oh, my God. And then just imagine, like, you basically go viral every time you get on a plane. Everyone's like, pigs can fly. And then yeah, you get to yeah, go yeah. viral. So, <laughs> so that helps. This is the best work of Jake Lambert's career. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I'm, I'd, I'd be a pig. Yeah, I'd be yeah. a pig. A bit, bit smaller as well. And then um, maybe if you if you do a baby, piglets, pig, piglets are cuter. Yeah, agreed. Um, yeah, so... Um, so I'd be a pig, you'd be a cow? Is that what no, saying? no, I think I'd be, I'd, be a, I'd be a pig as well. I'm just thinking... Uh, getting away a bit less around around the house. Uh, yeah. Than if I was a cow. Than not, not than now, but I'd get and sort of kids could sort of play with me a little bit. I reckon. Still be a good dad. Yeah. As yeah. a pig, can I, I think we've given this question uh, more airtime than it deserves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Agreed. Um. Favourite thing your cat does? My favourite thing my cat does is, I like it... Um, do you have any pets, George? I don't think you do, do you? I don't have any pets, no. Um, have you so... ever had a cat? No, I've never had a cat. I've had uh, I've had dogs uh, when I was younger. But I, I, I love dogs now, and the kids would like a dog, but I'm so put off by it. Because I remember when we got a dog when I was younger... My mum would go, right, but you're going to have to do everything if you get it. And we're like, yeah, yeah, of course we will, of course we will. And then we got the dog, and then it was like, right, you've got to do everything. So it's 15 years of just doing everything. And I was like, I'm never having a dog again. Yeah, that's that's fair. Um, I never got to have a dog growing up. I'd I'd love to have a dog, and I I look forward to the day when I get to have a dog. But but I've never had one. Um, And I want want my mum and dad to, to, to get one. I think that would be good for them to have, but... Uh, they're going to take some convincing, but I think I think they will. Um, but the favorite thing my cat does is he does this thing sometimes where he just sort of he'll just sort of lie on his back and he puts like all his paws in the air and he just is still and he just sort of lays there and you can just go up to him and look at him and he's just and it's almost like he's just I don't know if he's found like the perfect spot on the floor where he's just just the perfect temperature yeah and he just stops and it looks so cute. And he just sort of just lays there. And I always have to take a picture whenever he does it because it just looks 
In fact, the day that this goes out, I'll, I'll, I'll take a picture of him doing it I'll, and over the next week or something and I'll, and I'll post it on my story. You just see him laying there and he's just almost like, it's almost like there's a glitch in the Matrix. He's just completely frozen in time. Yeah. And I like that. Like he's just realised something. I guess when you take a picture of yes. it, it, uh, it sort of robs it because all pictures kind of look like the frozen in time. Oh yeah, I'll, I'll do a video. I'll do a video. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And people will Good think point. it's a picture. <laughs> okay, what else you got? Um, well, this is uh, quite. Well, it's not a serious one, but it says what what continually feeds you to be comedians. It seems like a lot of hard work. Um, it would be the idea of uh, having to do a regular job and. The idea of having a boss, yeah, uh, is enough to keep me going with stand up. Because, yeah, it, it, I would say it's the idea of going to the same place every time. But then, like a big dream of mine would be that I just I finish comedy when I'm older, and I just buy a uh, a bookshop and just work in the bookshop. So that would be my ultimate dream: secondhand bookshop, and I live a lovely life. So I'm happy to go to the same place every time if it was that. Yeah. But it would just be the idea of, yeah, not having a boss, that's enough for me to go, oh, I'll stay here, thanks. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. What about you? Uh, don't want to go back to the cable ties, I think. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably the main motivator. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. I think it's the good thing about it is, yeah, is I guess it, some of it is hard work. And a lot of the hard work mm. is, I find a lot of the hard work is like, it's because you're doing it all yourself. So you've got to make yourself do do the bits and you've got to set your own yeah goals and you've got to work out your your whole career yourself and that's why it's hard because you know uh if things are going well it's brilliant but if things aren't going well then it can mm. be a real a real slog but i think it's the same i think it's just like it's the freedom of it isn't it and uh and you yeah. sort of just get to do what you get to do what you want and i always think if you do that i remember who was it? It might have been like Danny Wallace or something, but like saying, oh, if you do the fun stuff well, then you just end up doing more of the fun stuff. So I think there are definitely shit parts of being a, co- a comedian and all comedians' careers are different. And there are lots of comedians' careers mm. that I think, I would not want to do that. I would rather... Yes. I'd rather just do a normal job than do than have their career. But if you do your yeah. own thing and you manage to do your own thing, then it's, uh, yeah, it's pretty sweet. You end up just like yeah, uh, that's talking it. on in on with your mate about cows and pigs and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's not always that it's hard. It's just that it's long. Like for example, you, you you might have the gig and the gigs are fun. It's the driving. Like there's the quote I can't remember who said it, but like uh, I basically do the gigs for free. They pay me to drive. Yeah. To and from there. Yeah. That's what it is. Um, because. You just you love being up there, ninety nine percent of the time, and it's great fun. So yeah, there's no. I wouldn't say it's hard. I'd just say it's a lot. You have to do a lot of work. I'd say the hard thing comes was was at the start. Like I don't know if I'd have known now mm. what uh, I've if I'd have known then what I know now whether I would have done it because the the start when yeah. you first and maybe it's different now because you can just like you can do it all a lot more online and, and do it that way. But mm. I think that there was definitely when we started there was definitely like a. A, a very established path and it meant you had to start by just doing open mic nights all the time yes and it was it's yes. soul destroying because you just it, if you don't know like to the listener like you just end up playing to 
empty rooms that are just full of other comedians who are trying to do the same thing as you and you've got five minutes but yeah. you've got to stay there for hours and hours because everyone's got to watch each other and it just kills you and that's fitting it into your life when you've got another job and you've got other stuff going on as well so it, that is yeah that is tough but i think once you get past that level and it becomes like your actual job then it's a lot nicer isn't it oh yeah for sure i remember being on like a train going into london for a gig like and I used to, people used to wake me up when the train got into like Paddington or Waterloo because I'd just be, I'd have worked all day, then yeah. got the train into London, and then people would always wake me up and I'd be, you, I'd have been in such a deep sleep, oh, I'm just like yeah. woken up. It's now like half six or something in the evening. You've got to wake up and then go and do a gig. You won't get home till midnight. You've got to be up again early to go to do your regular job because the next night you're going back into London for another you know completely unpaid five minute spot yeah, in a yeah. room above a pub to other comedians. And I remember even then thinking, I am going to thank myself so much in the future for having done this now. So that's, <laughs> that's good. A lot easier. Yeah. That's for sure. Um, okay. Um, I mean, we've, I guess we've, 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 we've answered quite a few, haven't we? Uh, yeah. I've got a quick one that um, I better answer. Otherwise, yeah. um, <laughs> I won't hear the end of it. Is uh, from... Uh, I don't have to say who it's from, asking, who is your favourite cousin? And so if I, if I didn't <laughs> answer that, I see. she'd let me know. Yeah, sure. Or sure, they sure. would let me know. And basically, this cousin, um, all I would say is, when she went travelling, uh, she let me have her car when I didn't have a car. So, I mean, That's... I'm sure she would have still been had it not been that, but she did that, and that helped. She's bought your love, <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's her. Although... What she did do was she returned home from travelling to surprise the family that she was back and people didn't know. So everyone was really happy to see her, apart from ah. me, who just suddenly lost out on a car. Oh, yeah, that's fucking annoying. <laughs> Other than that, it was good to see her. Um, and so I thought I'd quickly answer that one. And um, uh, da, 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 da. can I please have that grey hoodie you wear on loads of your walking, talking videos? Um, no, you can't. Is this um, a pervert? Is this a pervert asking a question? <laughs> <laughs> I thought we might get a few um, of these, yeah. <laughs> if you want to buy your own one, it's um, it's from Vans. And I've now got... Um, I did have until recently, I had two. I had a grey one and a green one. Um, and then I decided that... I realised that either one of them was basically always in the wash. And I didn't like only having that other one to hold on to. So I bought a blue one and two black ones. And I've got five. Um, hoodies are the best I think they must be the best clothing yeah right that's the best clothing item like oh, you yeah. can never go wrong with a hoodie I, I mean agree. you can obviously turn up to a job interview but well a funeral but those are, yeah. as long as it's black but other than that a hoodie just always does the job if I'm going away anywhere and I even just keep a hoodie in the back of my car on the back seat's just a hoodie just because you can it will yeah. always be useful oh I agree like I'll often do that I finish a gig get straight in the car and change into a hoodie because I just think it's just like you're just giving yourself yes. a hug, aren't you? I wear that every exactly, day. Exactly that. I, wear, yeah. I wear a hoodie. Because uh, I feel like as well, it's oh. like just, it's not it's not so uh, scruffy that it looks like you've gone out in your pyjamas, but it's the same feeling. Yes, that's it. It is. It's so comfortable. And I always, if I'm picturing myself having a day off, it's me thinking tracksuit buttons and a hoodie. And if you're just on the sofa, yeah. 
watching football or a film or anything, and you end up, you go, I am, de- I am. This is the so most off. I could possibly be. <laughs> this is the most day <laughs> off I, I so could off. have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Right. We've got through a lot. I've not. I've got. Yeah. this I'm scrolling through. There's still so many. So thank you. We'll have to do this again. Yeah, um, we'll, def- we'll, because yeah there's, we'll definitely do it again. It's quite nice too. Uh, I mean, there's another one here, um, which is, how was your secondary school experience? But I think we've spoken about secondary school quite a bit actually on this podcast. So hopefully we've answered that. Uh, yeah, I feel like we could, I mean, I could talk about secondary school for hours and hours and hours. So... Uh, yeah, I think it, we probably it was will. very good. It was very nice, yeah. Um, but we'll we'll go into it. I'm sure we'll go into it. Yeah, but yeah, I yeah. We, we talked about it quite a bit last week as well. I think for me, ultimately, I'll say if I this would probably make more sense to British listeners. But if I was to describe my friendship group, we would have been like the in betweeners. That would have been us. Yeah. Um, in that we, I was never like the. Jock, not the complete nerd, sort of in the middle. But also, I was very lucky that I seemed to be one that was sort of friends with lots of people. I yeah. found that. And then two people who I felt I didn't get on with the most at school and I didn't think ever liked me, and maybe they didn't then, those two are two of the most supportive people now on Instagram. Oh, really? They both always like my stuff, yeah. And it's so it's so nice that it all completely changed and they're just, yeah, they're both oh, so nice. So th- and they were the two that I'd have been like, oh, I don't think they ever liked me. Maybe we didn't quite get along. So yeah, so it's, yeah. I um, yeah. I, I remember, always remember my dad saying, secondary school is, is like the time of your life. And always enjoy it's the time of your life. And then I went to university. My dad didn't go to university. I was like, yeah, oh, yeah. Know, but I won't tell him. <laughs> I know. I know. Well, I, I always found that so depressing when people would say that to you. Because I, I agreed, like, I did. I had a, such a laugh at secondary school. But when people would go to me, oh, school days are the best days. And, and I thought, I think, oh, don't, it's downhill from 16. That's an awful thought. Yes. And it's like, school's pretty yeah. fun. But if this is the pinnacle, then Jesus Christ. But I know. Actually, thinking about it, what a terrible thing to say to a child. Yeah, <laughs> it really is, isn't it? And then I think there's a, I've got one more good one maybe we could end with, which is. If you could do something for the first time again, what would it be? <laughs> well, I think we all know the answer to this one. <laughs> uh, no, uh, well, for me, I mean, initial thought coming into my head is, um, but it's quite a fresh memory, so it doesn't really, it's, I don't need it that much. But as we've spoken about before on the podcast, I was very late to try a steak for the first time. And I still remember it in such vivid uh, detail. Oh, really? And it, right. yeah, I, I, it'd be quite nice to uh, do that again. I bet there's, mm. I bet there's other things. It's a lot of the f- things that you think that are going to be like firsts, which are amazing, aren't because you know it's the first time. You're not very good at it, and and there's no. I'm not just. I'm not just talking about sex, but like, like stand up. The first, I, I dreamed that the first time yeah. when I when I was like going to try stand up, I thought in my head, right, I'm going to do it. I'm going to I'm going to stand on that stage, and within a minute, I'm just going to think, this is it. This is where I belong. Yeah. I'll get this rush of, and I didn't feel like that at all. I thought it felt like I'd done 
just enough to make me think, all right, I'll do it again. It probably wasn't. Honestly, right. maybe like two years into stand-up when I finally got that feeling of going, oh, this feels brilliant. Mm. I knew that you'd get yeah, there, yeah. But, but I think the first time you do a lot of stuff, it's uh, uh, you get it wrong and you, you mess it up. What about you? Um, I think with stand-up, I did actually, I remember enjoying my first one, but also being slightly terrified at the same time. Um, and I remember the first time I ever played in like front of a big, big audience. Yours was possibly maybe the same one, in fact. Did you do the um, Waverly Care gig? In like, Edinburgh. That is that that was my foot oh yeah, if I could do that actually. Yeah. That was the that first was, time yeah. I felt it. Yeah. That yeah, we were, that was pretty good a bit on the same night. We had the same experience. So mm. to the listener, every uh, every Edinburgh, um, our agency would put on a big uh, uh, gig for Waverly Care, uh, which is a um, Edinburgh based charity, I assume. And then um as I don't know, sorry, I, don't, I know it's a charity, I'm assuming sure it's Edinburgh based. No, right? It'd be, <laughs> yeah. the It'd be at the Edinburgh Playhouse, which I think was about 3,000 people. Yeah. Which I'd never played to anything close to that before. And we just all had to go out and do, I think, like six minutes. Yeah. And I think and just to just... add as well, just before you get to the, the feeling, the context of it as well is, I remember this, I might have got the timeline a bit wrong in my head and it might have been longer than this, but it felt like, so when you start mm. doing comedy, you just do five minutes all the time. You're doing five minutes for everything, every spot that you do. And then you enter like new act competitions and you're doing five minutes and five minutes and five minutes. So you get to the point where yeah. you've got this this five to ten minute bit, which you've hammered and hammered and hammered and polished and polished. And you've done it yes. in such crappy little rooms just to get the tiniest little bit out of. And it felt like you'd done all that work and all that shit stuff and then you got to go out and like do that on that stage to that many people and it's just like yeah. the first time you perform to that many people especially when it's such like you just said when it's such a big jump from what you've ever done before as soon as you hear yeah i'm not saying all three thousand are laughing but as soon as you hear the bulk of that or half of that a few of those people laughing at you it feels like yeah, you just like oh, fucking hell. This is this is like a a big hit, and I, I remember after that gig just, just feeling like drunk, like on the adrenaline. I don't think I've ever yes. had that from a gig since, actually. Yeah, that was exactly how I described it. Was that um, I remember afterwards having I think like two beers and feeling yeah. like I was smashed. Yeah, because the adrenaline was just pumping through i had such an amazing night yeah. out afterwards yeah, same, um, yeah it was brilliant it would have been um 2016 does that make sense for you to be your yeah, first one yeah 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 i remember that yeah it was um tw- 20th of august 2016 um wow and it was yeah. just yeah years ago but crazy but the but actually that that was absolutely amazing and I loved it and and it's always good to experience that the one thing that I know I would love to experience again having never experienced before for the first time and perhaps you're the same uh as this um same as me is the first time uh that you go to your team's football stadium yeah and that moment when you walk out and see just the size of it and see the pitch and smell the grass and just, it's just that, and the sound and the, yeah. Um, the music, the, the whole atmosphere is just like, 
mind blowing. I yeah. remember being so young and just being like, I I want to come here. Well, obviously, I did at that point. I didn't think about all the misery I'd experience there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. For the, yeah. Next, for the next, for the next twenty-five years. <laughs> yeah. No, I know what you mean. Actually, in fact, I would like to relive that one again because I can't think of the specific time. Because we went all like, which was amazing. But we went to United all the time when we were younger. I just went with my stepdad all the time. Mm. Like, uh, so now the memories all blur into into one and the lovely memories and right. that feeling is lovely. But I don't particularly remember the first feeling, but I can imagine it because even now when you walk out into old traffic, you're like, fucking hell, this is it's big. So it would be nice. It would be nice to do that one again. And just to say as well, obviously there's loads of things, but you know, like the, the first which you expect, like when... Uh, like when I met my wife and stuff like that. Obviously, that's amazing, but you've got all nervousness and stuff like that, so it's not like the perfect... You, you, you probably don't want to relive that again because you don't know what's going on. And same with kids as well. Like Everyone's like, oh, it's the best day of your life, but it doesn't feel like the best day when you're there because you're just nervous and worried, and it's actually horrible. And, uh, right, so it's, yeah. It's those things. I think, I think it's more like, yeah, the things you're describing where it's just uh, like that childlike... First time of doing something. The wonder. Yeah. I mean, maybe also, like, the first big night out at university. That's, like... You know when you've, like... It's not the first night. You've you've met everybody a little bit. Yeah. And then you have a one big night out. That's always magical, because you're, like... For the next few years, these are going to be... This is my life. And that's, yeah. That's this is going to be cool every moment. night. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And for the yeah, first year, it basically good. is. Um... I was also, actually, I was at um, Old Trafford um, in uh, 2001 when Beckham scored that free kick against Greece. Yeah, I was there right, for that. Yeah. And that feeling was like euphoria. Yeah. That was unreal. Yeah. So that one, I, I think about that often in every, it was me and my dad and uh, his friend John and my friend Danny, who's John's uh, son. And um, every, every anniversary, like, we'll message each other about that day still. Yeah. I've been, like, just the, the reminder of just how insane that was when that goal went in. Oh, yeah. I worry now. I worry now that memories don't stick in the same way now. You know, if something happened now, I don't know if you feel feel as... It doesn't affect you as much when you're older, does it? Which makes me a bit sad. Because I think if you went and watched that... Tomorrow, uh, and you just saw that goal. I don't. Although I guess if your dad's doing it and his mate is, I don't know though because I, I still, I don't know. I mean, especially when England score, that feeling is always still completely crazy, isn't it? It's always amazing. Like the whole country going mad together is always a good feeling. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. It's, so it's complicated. Pretty, it's I always have, magic. Without, I mean, we're really going off it, but I have complicated feelings about England because whenever before a tournament, I'm determined not to. I think. Not as much as Scousers, but I think certainly United fans have never really been particularly mm. fond of, of England. It was always like... Right. That right. It, it's Something all, got in the way. All about glory. Club. Yeah, exactly. But yeah. I never fail to get swept up in it as well. Like, if we're having a good tournament. Yes. Uh, and especially yeah, yeah, recently. Yeah. And thing. it is brilliant. And that feeling of, yeah, being out in the streets and everyone is... Uh, everyone's, like, celebrating together. That is... That is nice. Yeah, and I look forward to it every, 
like obviously we've got the Euros coming up this year and I'm like, oh, it's going to be a great summer. Like even if it's like, yeah. even if it ends up being disappointment, like there will be a game where the whole country is like tuned into this yeah, game yeah, yeah. and something magical is happening. And that's, uh, that's cool. Right. We should probably wrap this up. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. We've, we've gone on. Um, Thank you very much. And like, so next next week we'll be talking. I'll be, I guess it'll be quite heavy on me with the um. You'll be the back from the stag. The uh, yeah. So, um, <laughs> yeah. So we'll, we'll cover all that, and then uh, I, I, I imagine it'll be another Q and A of George questioning me on what went on with the stag do, and me trying to give as much information as I could. Um, if you do want to know what happened at the uh, stage of yours, that, <laughs> then uh, you'll have to DM us. Yeah, Because yeah. there's no way I'm putting that out there. <laughs> That's probably good, actually, because I think I'd probably given away too many details that the people involved <laughs> and their partners could piece things together. So uh, let's leave that. <laughs> Yeah, I think you panic grabbed at the name Frank, and I'm not sure how close or far that was from somebody's real name. I've got no idea. But I thought probably best. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do redact, redact, redact. Um, <laughs> right. Yeah, thanks I, to everyone um, that's listening. And, th- and thanks for like uh, sending in the questions and stuff like that. I love, love hearing them. Thanks for the review. Yes. In fact, I met a couple of uh, podcast fans at a gig last night, Jake. Um, said they liked oh, it lovely. So that was nice they oh, seem like good so people nice. um, we need to come up with a name for them what we call the listeners oh like yeah didn't we because usually people do it off the back of a similar thing to whatever like the, the, the podcast is called mm. it's the save it for the pod the, the saviours can they just saviors. be the saviours <laughs> it sounds a, it sounds a little bit cultish but that's yeah. that could be, yeah that could be quite good when we're trying to you know get them to sign over the life savings to us and uh, uh, join us on you the, mean the, the, the farm <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly yeah let's have that as the working title maybe I'll, I'll give it some thought while you're on your on your on your and maybe the listeners can as well they yeah. can decide their own name. okay yeah that's better but if they want to go with saviors I'm not against it <laughs> right mate enjoy be safe and uh Thank you. And let's hope the next episode isn't you bringing sad news to the listener. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, Jake never did get the credit for doing the food order, and it was all a bit too much. <laughs> all right, I'll see you next week. See you, mate. Good to see you. Hopefully. Yeah.